When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Google. Google's two-step verification was built to secure your account and help prevent cyber attacks, even if your password is compromised. That's why Google has made it easy to sign into your account with this additional layer of protection. Just one tap and you're in. Learn more at safety.google. Hello, movie lovers. This is John DeGorio as your host, as always. And I just want to do this little small discussion about Targarner and the Mortal Kombat reboot, as well as the fact that what it was like for me as a gamer in the 90s, going to see Mortal Kombat for the very first time in 95 with all my friends and how geeked out we were over it, as well as the fact that this was actually one of the best video game adaption movies during its time. Now, giving it some time and everything, now this is actually kind of campy. So, let me just hop right up into this thing. First off and everything... I'm a huge gamer, still am today. I still have a, I have a PS4, I play Dead by Daylight, I play other video games and stuff like that too. I'm just not heavily into the whole Mortal Kombat thing now. But, my heart is still with the 95 Mortal Kombat movie. And, not, uh, movie, and as well as the old gameplay of going to, going to an arcade or a 7-Eleven and spending X amount of quarters just to go on ahead and play your favorite character. For me personally, my favorite characters were Sub-Zero and Johnny Cage. Those were my two favorite uh, characters and everything. Those were my characters. And not only that, but during that time too, you didn't have all this other stuff going on. You didn't have several different buttons to push for fatalities and everything else that they added on to this video game. Not only that, but the plot itself they actually grad. I have to say, Mortal Kombat has actually come a long way since the original, where there's actually more of a plot. And a matter of fact, that's what I want to get into t- as well, because Todd Gardner is actually the producer on the film. So is James Wan, which also makes me even more excited because I'm a huge James Wan fan, especially what he did with Saw. Then you also have a couple of other horror movies that he's done, and then Aquaman, of course. And the Conjuring universe, well, not universe, but just the two Conjuring movies itself. I have to say, I love James Wan. I love what he does with horror movies. I love the slow burns that he does with horror movies. With this, what Todd Gardner said on Collider Live was exactly what I wanted to hear. It's going to be a more well-grounded movie. It's not going to be super campy. They're not going to rely on what they did in the first Mortal Kombat movie at all. It's not going to be more, it's not going to be about the tournament itself each character is going to have its own thing where they're actually going to give it more depth more characteristics of the character and everything where this character actually comes from what he went through what and the steps that that they had to make to go to Mortal Kombat that's what I wanted to see from a Mortal Kombat movie and let's just face it if they did exactly what they did which is not a carbon copy of the 95 version I would not appreciate this reboot at all because of the fact of I don't like to see repetitiveness coming from something that I actually like. That's just my opinion. I just like seeing something new and fresh. And to me, Todd Gardner is very much passionate about this film. That's what else I like about it. He's passionate about this film. 
to the point where he's geeked out over it. And that's something that I really admire about certain directors where, yeah, it's their job, but I like the fact that they have passion for the project that they're working on and they're geeked out over it. And it gives me hope. It gives me light for what they're going to be doing for this movie. Another thing, too, that I also want to mention, too, is as a gamer, as someone that actually went to the movie theaters with my friends, I remember watching Johnny Cage for the very first time and him fighting against Goro and then being geeked out and excited whenever he does that does that split and then all of a sudden he punches him in the nuts. That was actually one of my favorite parts of Mortal Kombat right there. And then of course I like what they did with Luke Hang. I liked the that and everything. But like I said, it was all one dimensional during that time. And now, if you go back and look at it, I feel bad for bringing my parents to a 7 o'clock showing of Mortal Kombat because of how campy it is, how bad the uh, special effects is, and everything. It does not hold up today, but it still holds in my heart because of the memories that I shared with my friends and the memories that I had playing this video game as, as hours on hours. I remember, for example, doing this. I remember <laughs> you're going to end up thinking that I'm stupid, but I was a kid who was running a 100.3 temperature playing Mortal Kombat while I was sick, and I didn't care. I wanted to play video games even though I was sick. I still wanted to get up out of bed and play video games. I still wanted to play Mortal Kombat. I did not care how sick I was. I didn't care about that at all. I just wanted to play Mortal Kombat and face off against Gor- Goro, face off against any character that I can find and kick its butt. And that's what I liked. And then, let me, don't get me started on Annihilation. Annihilation sucks as a movie, in my opinion. There's only one true Mortal Kombat, and that's the original Mortal Kombat right now. But I like the fact that they're actually adding in this horror element, too, with this movie. And that that's actually another thing, too, is I wanted to see a horror element from this movie... And something that's actually going to be fun and entertaining. And that's something that I love about the Mortal Kombat thing was how dark it was. How creepy it was. How it has that little uh, tip of the hat towards horror movies and stuff like that too. Because to me, and it needed that. To me, it needs James Wan and Todd Gardner to add that little bit of horror flavor to its to this uh, movie that they're going to be rebooting. But that's how I look at it, though. I feel like that they actually do need to actually do something different. They need to make the characters more relatable. They need to do something with the character characters, too. And as a matter of fact, YouTube actually has segment episodes. I don't know if anybody remembers this or anything, but they actually have different episodes, web episodes, where it introduced each character and it gave them a background of what this character came from and everything else. And I actually was in love with how they did that. And I think I got all the way up to Sub-Zero's uh, episode and everything. But that was actually the perfect way to actually do it during that time. And I'm just glad that the studios are taking their time with this. And they're actually taking a chance on Todd Gardner and also James Wan. But although really they know what they're getting themselves into when you have... James Wan. They know that he's going to put butts in the seat. They know that they're going to make the studio's money. They have faith in James Wan. And I think that we should actually have that faith in him too because of the fact that he's passionate about it. He's a gamer. He loves these these kind of things and also putting that horror flavor to it that we love. 
But, man, um, I can't praise how excited I am for this. And, matter of fact, I remember in the interview as well that James Gardner said, look, we're we're serious about this. We're going to do it this way. We're going to make it a little bit of horror flavor to it. I love playing video games. I love Mortal Kombat. And I, he even remembers, too, going into a 7-Eleven, drinking a Slurpee, going and playing Mortal Kombat on hours on end until his pockets are empty from from giving the machine quarters all the time. And, you know, this is actually another thing I want to touch base with, too. During that time, we had Killer Instinct, we had Mortal Kombat, and we had Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2. And I liked Street Fighter 2. I liked it a lot as a video game. But it's just something about Mortal Kombat that draws me has a big heart in, has a big place in my heart for it. And I'm not saying that Street Fighter doesn't. It's just that you know, there's only so many times that I can actually um play that game and everything and not get and get tired of it. But Mortal Kombat on the other hand, I can play that on hours on end and not get tired of it. The only cool thing that I can say that I liked about uh, Street Fighter was actually beating up the car for bonus points. That was actually pretty cool. But as far as the movie goes, that movie sucked. But anyways, back on the subject that I want really want to get on is the Mortal Kombat subject. And I feel like, you know, James Wan is doing what what he's going to do with this franchise. And so is Todd Gardner. And you couldn't ask for two of the best producers on this film. And what I can tell you is the is this. Uh, James Wan is attached to it. His fingerprints are going to be on this movie. It's not going to be where they're, bam, they're going to slap a producer's name on it just for to slap a producer's name on it. James Wan is actually going to be attached to this thing to produce it. And that's what I love about it is the fact that we have two talented producers onto this thing. And we're actually going to get the video game movie that we've been waiting for forever. And this might actually break the curse of the video game movie adaptions because I feel like we had a lot of hit and misses with a lot of video games, video game based movies. Um, if you look at the Resident Evil franchise, I mean, I didn't. After a while, you get sick and tired of seeing the same repetitiveness of every single movie, and to me, every it was very repetitive to the point where I. Uh, the last one, last two Resident Evil movies, I backed out of. Because I really don't have any interest in seeing a Resident Evil movie. But I'm happy that Netflix is taking over. Which I haven't heard anything back about what's going on with that. But Netflix is actually going to turn that into a TV show. Which I think that's actually it makes sense. And then we also have the Assassin's Creed uh, video game based movie. And it was okay. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie, but you can't exactly slap that on a poster and say, Hey, this movie's good. It wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. Come see it. No, that's something else too. It was an okay movie, but not the best movie. Super Mario brothers. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to get, as a guilty pleasure of mine. I actually enjoyed the cheesiness of it and stuff that stuff like that. And that's also why Nintendo doesn't even want to even have anybody to do another live uh, action adaption of a video game based movie because of that. That's why we're not going to see a Zelda. That's why we're not going to see a Link movie. It's because of that reason. But if this movie, if Mortal Kombat does great 
at the movie theaters, and it has great positive word of mouth. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more video game adaption movies that's going to give it the groundwork, going to be taken seriously, going to be plot-driven, character-driven. People are actually going to go out on the limb and actually see this movie because they actually care about it. And I think we're going to see that in a lot of other movies with regarding with video games. Because remember, for a while, nobody wanted to take a chance on on comic book based movies or anything like that after Batman and Robin. If it wasn't for Blade coming into the picture, that's right. Blade saved the whole entire mu- movie genre when it comes to comic book based movies because of the fact that no one wanted to take a chance on it. Batman and Robin with the bat nipples and everything else, that pretty much told said it right there that they were done making comic book based movies. Blade comes in, nobody even knows that this movie's even a Video on um, comic book based movie. All they know it's a vampire movie. It's got action in it. It has Wesley Snipes in it, and it has a good cast. And it also gave Blade a lot of story arc, a lot of different uh, stuff going on with him. And that's what we fell in love with with um, with that kind of genre. And then yeah, Marvel kind of uh, went on ahead before the MCU made a couple of farts here and there, and then eventually the wrinkles came undone and now look at them now same thing with what I'm hoping for for DC and everything is to iron out the wrinkles and everything and they can start off with a good slate which they are in my opinion but video game adaption movies needs to actually happen because of gamers because of people like us because of our passion to be somebody else in a video game for three or four hours at a time or whatever, how many hours you play. We want to see these characters done right. We want to see groundwork done. We want to see things adapted the way that they need to be adapted to. And to me, Todd Garner, James Wan is a home run. You can't go wrong with that. And I know I keep on saying that or whatever, but it's the God honest truth. When you look at the Conjuring universe and everything, despite the fact that the spinoffs haven't been that great, yes, James Wan was actually slapped his name on there as a producer for The Nun, but that movie wasn't that great of a movie or anything like that. It was just to show, hey, look, James Wan, this is going to be part of James Wan's uh, shared universe. But as for the first two Conjuring movies and everything... You can't go wrong with the slow tension buildup and the once that tension uh, starts happening, it lets go. Once it lets go, it does not slow down, not one bit. And I feel like, you know, that this should actually be something that people should be excited about and be really happy that this is going to be an R-rated movie and not something that's PG-13 and campy. And we're going to get better special effects as well as a plot-driven movie goes. But that's just my thoughts on it. I'd like to actually know what you guys think about this whole entire thing about Todd Garner being a part of, being a producer for this Mortal Kombat reboot movie, remake, as well as James Wan. Because I'm excited. It makes me excited again for Mortal Kombat. For someone that's been out of the whole Mortal Kombat thing after Mortal Kombat 10, I'm I'm actually excited. I'm actually excited to see something new, something fresh, something that needed to be done in the first place and now it's finally getting some light to it so tell me what you guys think send me a message call call me on the app or whatever i like to actually get to know what you guys like 
and everything about this segment because I I feel really good and confident about Todd Gardner and James Bond. I'm just geeked out over it. I cannot talk, stop talking about it. But tell me what you guys think. And I'm going to be going to see Spider-Man Far From Home tomorrow night. So I'm going to have a review the day after. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Then during this weekend, I'm actually going to go see the new Lion King movie. So I'm going to have a review for that too. So stay glued to all the podcasts that's actually out there and everything that uh that this channel is actually on so that way you guys can actually catch it because it's actually on spotify now it's on apple Podcasts, it's on every single podcast i can think of right now but if you can take a look and let me know what you guys think of the rest of the show the rest of the episodes tell me what you guys think about this whole entire deal I don't care. Just give me something to be geeked out over. Give me some questions that you would like for me to talk about. Tell me because I like to actually hear, like to hear what you guys have to say. And as always, until next time, bye-bye.